and I already know that you don't want to do the whole life updates thing, and I don't want to do the whole life updates thing. No, 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 I don't. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was so spot on. That was a good one. I really don't. But I think, like, we can just talk about um, firstly, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Andy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Wait, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I mean, there's a lot to complain about, but what's the use? You know? Yeah, true, true, true. No, um, I want us to say that we had taken a break and that um, with what we were like dealing with in our respective lives at the moment, it was necessary to take a break. I'm not necessarily going to details of what was going on. I don't want to go into details. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> no same wavelength, um, same frequency, same radio station. That's basically what it is. Like the big thing that I just really have realized over the past few weeks, it hasn't been months. There are rumors that it's been months. It has not been months. Like in order for it to be months, it, it would be eight weeks. <laughs> It hasn't been months. There's no way it's been months. Please, can we be more forgiving in this life? I just wanted to say, like, I really don't want to justify breaks. Like, I just think in life, we should normalize breaks and we should actually speak in terms of, like, humans need breaks. Finish. Like, humans cannot function without getting a life break. I'm I'm thinking of making the term life break an actual thing yeah definitely i think um for me one of the mistakes that we made was not necessarily involving breaks in our plans for basically our episodes so we didn't really incorporate a thing of okay we're going to put out six episodes and then take a break like we didn't incorporate the idea of taking a break into us continuously like taking our content like putting our content yeah that's one of the things that i'm happy that we learned from in the sense that we're going to start incorporating like taking a break having a week where we just like okay let's chill this week so yeah i think it's important in every aspect of life again to be able to incorporate the idea of when this time comes, I'm going to rest. I'm going to need it. I'm human, you know. And also, there's the time that comes where you haven't planned to take a break, but then things just come at you so hard that you actually have to take a break. And that's okay. That doesn't need to be justified. That needs to be normalized to be able to say, okay, right now, this is too much for me. I'm going to have to take a break like take a step back and give a nice strength and then come back in like i really love the lessons that we've learned in terms of taking a break but then just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has been here listening who has been here supporting us and just encouraging us to come back that's really dope from you guys this is like one of the things that we just constantly obviously like really need to share um like one of the episodes i will really want to speak about how mental health is just not a thing that is like ordinary in the workplace so for example you can say hi guys i have pneumonia and you're definitely excused for two weeks or a month 
But then you can't say, hi, guys, I just really can't do life right now. You, you just can't say that. Yeah. In order for us to get to that point, we need to speak about it, like speak about it and how challenging it is to not take breaks. We, we're obviously like not going to get into like what was happening because it's just too personal, TBH. Yeah. It's just too personal, yeah. it's just too much. Like I hate overwhelming people with sad stories. So yeah, <laughs> we are going to get into like our 90 days of take and updates just chill um get into what's been happening especially in the tech world yeah definitely and i am hoping that we can actually incorporate Nancy. i know you don't like talking about how you, you just like stated facts you know i'm hoping we can talk about how we feel about things that are happening happening in the, in the last are going to do the last 90 days last 90 days right in the tech space and um yeah we're just gonna be telling you guys like what's been happening and how we really feel about it you know type of vibe so yeah yeah, yeah. okay cool so one thing that has happened right um we're, we're gonna try and keep this episode short because our episodes are flip long we're not gonna speak about all the social media platforms just from from social media updates the two highlights is um tiktok and Twitter. TikTok is doing several things. One of the things that they're doing is actually partnering with Vimeo and Canva to become official marketing partners. So the new integrations with Vimeo and Canva on TikTok will facilitate direct connection between TikTok ad manager and the the various platforms, Vimeo or Canva. So this is like making it easy for marketers to advertise on TikTok. What's very special about this is actually that I feel like, wow, TikTok a year ago, we would have spoken about it and we would have just been like, ah, it's that social media platform. It's coming in, but then it's surely going to go out any moment. But here we are. TikTok is integrating with Canva and actually introducing a marketing tool for marketers to advertise on TikTok. Not only that, they're also integrating with Vimeo as well. And the the thing with Vimeo is that its video creation tools are like advanced. So you can include graphics, text overlays, transitions, royalty free music in your TikTok. So Vimeo acts as a tool to create videos to upload on TikToks. My thing is just that I never would have imagined a year ago that TikTok is like being taken, is going to be taken seriously to the point where marketers, uh, people who do social media ads, try to introduce tools to advertise on the platform. Firstly, it shows you how significant um, the numbers are when it comes to TikTok. Like, I feel like it shows you how much time people are spending on the platform for marketers to actually say, we're going to invest in this and this is where we're going to start distributing ads. This is where you're going to start creating. TikTok is just a genius app. Like when you start to get on it and you use it, you you get to understand that the people that created it wanted ease of use. Like it is very, very easy to hop onto TikTok. It is very easy to consume um, content on TikTok. You don't even need an account to watch videos and everything. And also, this thing of it being very easy to hop from one video to the next is very, I want to say, addictive, but also mm-hmm. I want to say genius in the fact that <laughs> yeah. the videos are super short. One, the videos are super short, so you don't really feel like, oh, I've spent seven minutes watching this one video, so I'm not going to watch the next one. It's just like, Oh, let me watch the uh, next 30 yeah. seconds, you know. Let me watch the next one minute. 
and you know see how that goes. It's very easy for you to be scrolling through 50 videos on TikTok when you're aimed to watch only one. And that that is a double-edged sword um, mm-hmm. in terms of the fact that it's very genius for like the people that created it in the sense that they they actually managed to catch the, the user's attention uh, for a longer period of time, ironically, by making the videos as short as possible. And also double-edged sword in the in the sense that it is very easily addictive. It is also mm-hmm. very easily addictive. Also, it's very genius in the fact that I think it has fostered creativity a lot. Like there's a lot of creativity on TikTok, and it is also very easy to be able to do stuff. Like if you see someone else do something you like and um, lip sync over the video or you stitch their video, it is very easy to collaborate and like share other people's content without actually pressing the sharing button. Like you're actually getting value from it because you're bringing a lot of eyes into your own thing, but also bringing eyes to the thing of the person you are taking, you are borrowing content from. Like it is very easy for content to move around and for people to add a, a bit of create a teaspoon of creativity to like a video that was done by someone else and you know blow up. I think it's a very genius app in the, in the sense that it makes it easier to share content. It makes it easier for people to watch the content, to consume the content. And it isn't really overwhelming in terms of length of the video and everything genius tiktok is really coming to the party and i'm really really happy that even businesses are even starting to take it seriously in the sense that they know that they have to penetrate the tiktok market because it is booming it is really like booming and they're coming to the party in their own genius way like who would have thought to wake up a, a platform that was basically dying vimeo and try to wake up that platform in order for content creation to get better on the TikTok app. But the other genius thing, which once again, it's genius, but also not so genius, is introducing TikTok resumes. So TikTok resumes allows users to submit video resumes to hiring teams on teams such as Shopify, Target, Chipotle. Like, so this is like still a pilot program in the U.S. only. The thoughts that we have on... Sorry? It's always in the U.S. only. Like, (laughs) I'm always really heartbroken when I see things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand why. I'm just always like, I feel left out. But then, thoughts on video resumes. Like, so, there are like just a handful of companies that have come to a party to join, like, this program. So, for example, Shopify hiring managers will say, okay, we'll go to TikTok resumes and look for talent. From my side, it's great in terms of looking for roles around tech around marketing like those creative roles that you can like show yourself you can show your resume through a video those type of roles but on the other side I feel like it discriminates I feel like that type of hiring discriminates because imagine seeing a candidate firsthand only through video from seeing them only through video you never get to read who they are their skills you never get to spend time reading and what if you disqualify a person without having read in depth about who they are their skills i think if this is to continue if something like this is to continue it better make it very strict 
to hiring managers that you you look at the person's resume first and then you go and see the talent on um on on TikTok resumes. Are these TikTok resumes going to be adhering to the time frame that is imposed by TikTok? Are they going to be 30 second, one minute videos? And I would argue that what can you really pick up about a person like on a one minute video? I mean, you can pick up a few things. It, things can catch your eye. It's just like how people say that hiring managers, they peruse through your CV and they decide within the first few seconds if they're actually going to go forward with you. So I, I guess it's on that same level, but I, I question what can I really claim to know about a person off a TikTok video? I think maybe it's going to be used in the sense that if I see a video and it stands out to me, then I'm going to call you up and be like, okay, let's go through now a process of getting to know who you are and conducting like the traditional sense of getting to know the person. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's a lot of room to mis- misinterpret a lot of things in a space of like looking at something for 30 seconds for one minute and deciding that I'm going to give this person a chance. I don't think that's a long time to be able to formulate a valid opinion of someone's capabilities or maybe even like formulate an opinion on whether formulate a decision on whether you're giving this person a chance or not. I'd argue that 30 minutes to 30 seconds to a minute is really not enough unless they're not going to adhere to the TikTok time frame that is usual for a single TikTok and maybe go up like three minutes, five minutes. Then maybe I can say that okay, you have a bit of time to like make an impression on a person, but also it could foster creativity because if I have to grab your attention in 30 seconds, then I'm going to have to go all out. Like I'm really going to have to go all out. The ones that I have seen like on their web page, it's like a quick thing where a person is like, hey, I'm a product manager at what, 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 these are the five reasons you should hire me. And that's it. Oh, okay. It is, it is like incorporating a creativity type of vibe. So I think as a hiring manager, you definitely are looking there and you're looking for creativity. Like that's your first thing that you're looking for. So I just think there are some roles where you cannot be looking for candidates on the on the TikTok resumes platform if it continues. But definitely what you're saying, like valid valid 100 percent. like it's it's great it's genius but like it discriminates a lot it does have a little bit of drawbacks when you think about it but uh, let's let, let's give it a chance and see how it works out if it's ever rolled out to south africa we'll see you know how that works out mm. um, <laughs> local talent i don't know i don't know also is it is it algorithm dependent in the sense that a person who posts a video and has a lot of people interacting with it are going to be catapulted higher when maybe a hiring manager comes in and is searching for talent because Mm -hmm. that could really come to bury the talent in terms of because i'm like I've watched lots of videos on TikTok. I've seen videos that were very genius, like they were genius in, in, in execution and everything. But when you look at the numbers, you like at home, like why isn't this gaining as much traction as this other stuff that I've seen? And also when you get to look at the person, you're like, oh, okay, this person has maybe like 5,000 follows. 
and then you go to a person who in my opinion maybe would have like a less capturing video of some sort say people are doing um a video of the same trend on tiktok like obviously the person with two million followers gonna blow up regardless of whether there is a person who has 300 followers who's doing the same thing but also there are exceptions but also it is generally like that you know i don't know i don't know is it going to very talent to have algorithms push up people who are interacted with more on the platform or is there going to be you know a work around like uh, around that in terms of the algorithm mm-hmm. you know i don't know it looks like a separate like a separate place where you as a hiring manager go and find talent. It looks like that from on their, on their webpage, like what they're advertising. It looks like a totally okay. separate page where um, but now, hiring managers have access to that. Yeah. What I'm asking is that even if it's a separate place, that separate place is going to, oh, okay, oh, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. going to, I don't know, I want to know. I understand like, what you I, mean. Okay, I like, don't have a, like what what pushes up a yeah. person's thing to show mm-hmm. first. Working out, I'm just trying to find out like how the algorithm works in that case. But obviously, since it's being rolled out, we're going to get to see you know, how it works. I really hope it, it's not based on like algorithm. I hope it's like based on search. You as a hiring manager, you have the responsibilities to search for talents. If it's based on algorithm, ah, because <laughs> the thing is there have been things that have been said about the TikTok algorithms and how it discriminates yep. um, against yep. black people. So there, there's been things that have been said. So I just, don't trust it. And also, that's a conversation to have because TikTok is one of those places. I remember this, this very trend. There was a song by Meg Thee Stallion. I remember there was a thing where American Black creators were like on a strike, refusing to come, in, to come up with a TikTok dance for that song because what happens is Black creators come up with like these dances that go viral and when white creators hop onto them, they actually get to blow up more because of it, you know. So they were like, okay, no, we're not doing this. We're striking. And I think for two weeks or so, for two, three weeks or so, like black creators actually refused to come up with a dance routine that would go viral for the song. I don't want to say that this is definitely happening or this is definitely not happening because I really do not know how the algorithm works. Mm. But I also want to say that um, if a lot of people are picking up that if a certain race is coming up with things and they're not really gaining as much traction as the other races, it does raise a few eyebrows in terms of how the algorithm is actually orchestrated to work. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that thing happening on, I remember seeing that on Twitter. Like, it's funny how, like, no matter where you are, as long as you're on Twitter, you will see what's happening on the other platforms. I remember that, like, I remember those videos. But then uh, speaking of Twitter, there's been a few headaches, a few migraines due to the new design that Twitter has introduced. Twitter has recently changed its fonts. It's like color and design so i just want to know from you are you feeling some type of way are you feeling any different like are people overreacting or is it genuinely like a significant okay. change I'll, I'll, I'll tell it from my side right so i struggle with 
change sometimes, you know. I struggle with, when things change, like I struggle to warm up to them. You know, it takes me a bit of time to warm up to things. It took me a while to warm up to the font. Like the font was just, when I wrote, I was just like, oh my goodness, why? Why does it look like this? You understand? Like when I typed the tweet, I was like, no, 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 no. This is not supposed to look like this. And I think it didn't have a lot to do with the font being ugly or whatever. No, because now that I've warmed up to it, I'm like, ah, it's whatever. You know, it doesn't really matter. So it was because I, I struggle with change a lot. I struggled to warm up to the font. But what I will say is that the follow and unfollow button, that was just, that was just a no for me. Like it was just confusing in terms of the fact that before, when you had followed someone, it had like a solid background. And then when you were not following someone, it had just the border and the background was the same as the entire screen, like it was white. I did not understand, like, why would you now switch it up and say, if you're following a person, then it only has an outline. And if you're not following a person, it has a solid background. Like, like it, it didn't make sense in my head. And I remember seeing a few people saying that they unfollowed like a few people because of it, like thinking they were following them. That part did not make sense for me. Um, it was something that obviously it takes a bit of getting used to, but also I don't see why I had to get used to that. Like, I don't see the reason they could have just kept it the way that we know, like, the way that we know how it to be, how it is, so that it is like it is a seamless transition from the UI they have before to the UI they have now. Like I feel like the transition was very rocky in terms of the follow and unfollow button. And that's something that's really small, but, you know, the impact is quite about. How do you feel about it? Okay, so the the microphone is starting to glitch again. Yes, yes. It was difficult for me to get used to the button changing from being a background that was different from the rest of the stream, the follow button when you're not follow, but it, they just switched it around. And that was highly unintuitive, if that's a word. Like, it, it was hard to get used to it. And I was just so frustrated by it because I follow people that when people follow me, I check what they're about and I'm like, oh, okay, cool person. And then I follow them back. But then when I now looked at people's followers, it felt like I was already following them and I wasn't, do you understand? So it was, yeah, it wasn't very in- intuitive for me and I didn't understand why they did that. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. Like, I actually thought I'm good and then I saw that, oh, I thought I followed this person back and I didn't follow them. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that that was like the confusing thing. But now I make sure that, oh, it says following, like it says following. I make sure that, oh, okay. yeah. So it's, mm, mm, it's, it's whatever for me. Like I really don't care or mind. All that matters is that um, if, if it's accessible, like for other people, then I think I'm good. Like, and that's exactly what yeah. they did it for to make things more accessible. So I don't see that big of a difference. I really don't see that big of a difference. So let's get into the next one, yeah. Okay, so next we're going to be talking about African tech updates. I love this one, I love this one. Um, you, you you mentioned how FNB finally adds April pay. And I don't even know why I'm saying I love this one. 
because I don't use Apple. Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, it's basically a thing where if you have the Apple Watch, you're just at the garage and you have Apple Pay, you can just pay with your Apple Watch by tapping if they take Apple Pay at that store, which if you live in a place like where I live, thumbs down, thumbs absolutely (laughs) down. So it's it's just basically paying with your devices if you have Apple Pay, if you have Samsung Pay. So for example, if you have um, the Galaxy Active Watch 4, you can use that to pay now. Or if you only have your phone on you, you can use that to tap and pay. But yeah, like for me, the reason why I included these things is because I'm really happy to see how COVID pushed us towards a contactless transaction. And I'm really even happy to see businesses embrace that and actually make that a thing. Because my my thing that I'm always so scared of of is like, aren't people skeptical about this? Like I, I was making a video about Yoko and everyone I asked, the main question I would ask them is, how do your customers feel about getting into the shop and you asking them to pay with this blue thing? Like, what do they know what it is? Are they not thinking that you're scamming them? So I'm really happy to see how people like respond to tech, especially in like rural areas, like where I am. So I'm I'm just happy to see that, like, because previously tech wasn't so welcome. That's always been my problem, that tech isn't so welcome in all areas. So now that Apple Pay is becoming a thing on on F&B, Samsung Pay is growing as a thing. It's even growing across all the devices. I'm very happy to see that. I am generally very happy to see technology advance in South Africa um, in all aspects. But there's also that pinch of worry that the gap is widening between people who have and people who don't have. Also, when they roll out these things, I I probably understand the mechanism behind them rolling it out in places like in urban spaces and everything. But also, doesn't that lead to the people in the rural areas being even more left behind? I remember, I think it was two days back, where I was trying to see if the checkers, is it 660 or something like that? The, the, the app was, yes, I was trying to see if it would work for me because I know at Newcastle Mall there's a checkers and I feel like I'm 15 minutes away, it should be able to deliver to me. Do you understand? But I was like, hmm, they're probably not going to work because if you say, look, she, do you understand? I actually like got the app. And then when I put in my address, surprise, surprise, they're like, nope, we don't cater to that area for work right now. And I was like, what, like, what drives where they deliver to? Because if I'm literally 15 minutes away, there's someone who is around Newcastle in an urban area who is also 15 minutes away from Newcastle Mall, but they're able to deliver because that person is in an urban area in town. Like, what drives this? understand i don't know i feel like i love it when technology is advancing like i personally really really love it because i feel like it makes life easier at times not at times it just makes life easier i feel like it 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 gets things done quicker it saves time it saves time but also i feel like the people who do not have people who do not have access are even being left like behind even more like the, the, the gap is widening you know, in terms of access. So yeah, there's a pinch of worry. 
but I'm personally quite happy about it. Yeah, there is definitely a pinch of worry, shame. Like no one is going to deal with the problem other than the people who make the products. If the people who make the products are just constantly in their own world and they never think to say, let's let's also make sure this thing gets to a place like this, you know? Let's also make yeah. sure that a person like this gets to experience this product from scratch. Let's make that our objective, that a person in a rural case, in rural, wherever, will experience this. All of, all of that thinking, I feel like it, it should start from scratch and not yeah. when the product is shipped and ready to go. I'm actually even surprised that Checker 6060 uh, delivers in Newcastle because I've, I've yeah, never yeah, seen do. that. Oh, they so in town, only. in town only. In town only, like, I don't know if they'll deliver to you because you are No, no, no. De- oh. No, please don't even think about it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm surprised, like, they deliver in Newcastle. Like, never mind me. Yeah, like, they do. We don't even need to talk about it. But also speaking of change and making changes, there are actually some good news that came from this year, this past few months. And that is the funding that is happening with South African startups. So we saw a lot on the news where startups like Yoko, Pineapple, what is it, Naked Insurance, are like getting funding and they're getting the ability to improve their products, improve their teams and just keep on distributing to the markets. Definitely. I was really, really, that was one of the things that, you know, when you see things on the timeline and it's just wholesome and it makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. That was me when I saw um, that, um, how much Yoko had raised in funding, how much Panifel, um insurance had raised in funding. That was just one of the things that made me really, really, really happy because as a person who like thinks that a few years um, I'll probably want to own a startup, there's hope. Like there's hope for funding in South Africa. There's hope for basically making it in the, in, in the tech industry. And yeah, I, I was really, really um, happy about that. I was really happy about that. I'm really happy about Pineapple because Pineapple is like, last I checked, they're led by really young people. Last I checked. Yeah, yeah. It's like really young people. And I'm just so impressed with how they're doing things, you know, their marketing. <laughs> okay, this is obviously the first thing that I'm going to geek out with. Like, I just really love how they're not afraid. Like, they are copy, my goodness. They're not afraid to just be out there, do something different. Yeah. I mean, that's my favorite thing about their approach. Obviously, we all know how I feel about Yoko in life. There's no need to speak about it yeah. anymore. <laughs> but yeah. um, Pineapple is, is a new one where I'm just so happy. Like I'm so happy that they get the opportunity to develop their business and help other people out and keep on changing the approach to how we do tech and now how we do insurance. And um, the one important thing also that happened is that we have a new Minister of Communications and Digital Technologies. Her name is Kombuto Mshavini. I'm excited to see what she has in store for that portfolio. Hopefully then we start seeing some action in terms of communications and digital technologies because we have been seeing flames in the past. We have been seeing flames like nothing has been happening with regards to that portfolio that benefits the tech space, in my opinion. 
Like, I think people outside of the government will be doing more to benefit the tech space than government. So I'm hoping that we'll see um, a difference when it comes to that space in South Africa. I'm hopeful that, like, the South African government doesn't really give me much hope, but I'm, I'm mastering up hope from somewhere deep inside me that something good will come out of this change. Your words, your last words, the South African government doesn't really give me hope. I think that has basically been my life for the past five years, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting that we have a new minister. I'm just interested Mm -hmm. to see how, (laughs) just interested to see how then this will would affect us getting the vaccine. Yo, we've given up. <laughs> we've given up on oh, our government. Like, Yo. When it comes to technology, like our, our government is generally a mess. Okay? I think maybe I notice the tech things more because I'm in tech, like when it comes to tech, like government is just moving too slowly. We still have to fill out these oh, 83 forms, forms <sighs> everywhere, forms, forms, mm. forms. And I'm just like, Come on, guys. And the thing is, they do pay people to do web page updates, updates, um, government digital technologies, build apps, and then you just find and then pay them millions for yes. Guys, are we sure South Africa is a real country? Like, I feel like we live in a simulation. Like, this is not real. Like, is it even a real country? Yeah, no, hey, it's so bad. It's very bad. Maybe the other thing is that um, we live in two different tech realities in one country where, like, you see a banking app, like, for example, the Absa banking app. It's so well executed. You can tell that, oh, there's product management here. And then you see, I don't know which government app I can even make an example of because... I would not even keep it on my phone. I would not use it. But you see maybe like, you know, websites and you're like, what the hell is going on here? You know, and you can see it was okay. The problem is here that there's a lack of probably design team, probably product managing this thing. We, we just live in two different realities. There's the end. The problem lies in just what you were saying, that they don't take technology seriously technology is ignored in south africa it's like a thing i don't know a pretty thing to have and they don't see it as a thing that could actually help us out and could actually like advance young people and could actually give or connect young people to resources better than the current systems i know i know i know and i i the fact that you're saying technology is not taken seriously in south africa is true but also, like, do they take anything seriously? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, the real, real. But yeah, yeah. they don't take nothing seriously. They mm. don't take nothing seriously. So, I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful about the union stuff. What do we have next, TMZ? All right, so let's talk about tech that is being taken seriously. So, listen, I personally have not been excited when it comes to gadgets this year in particular i have no idea why because i'm sure there are things that are coming out but there really isn't anything that has like excited me you know there's um yeah. a sony sony zv i don't remember what the actual name is but it's a new sony camera it's great but i was just like ah, i just passed it by and i was just seriously not excited but the things that did excite me are the Samsung foldables. 
yeah, so we have new Samsung foldables. So we have the Galaxy Z Flip 3, and then we have the Galaxy Z Fold 3. So the Z Flip 3 is the one that is estimated to be 20K. And it's the one that basically, what is it? Flips up, it's pack. So I just wanted to know, did you ever think that you would see a flip phone ever again? Especially a flip phone that is so beautiful and usable and just makes sense. I underestimated it. Like I didn't look at any video for the first few, for the first few days it was out. I was just like, ah, whatever. But then I actually took time to watch videos, to read the blogs about it. And I was like, this is really beautiful. Um, I was thinking mm. that like my phone for 2021 is going to be the iPhone 12 mini. But now I'm like, this could actually be an option. And that's where the thought ends. It, this could be an option. I'm still definitely going for the iPhone 12. <laughs> but like, it's very impressive. Out of the Z Fold 3 and the Z Flip 3, I'm definitely going for the Z Flip 3. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more... It costs okay. less, it costs less, but at the same time, it's just a thing that makes sense, you know? I didn't yeah. think, I, I didn't imagine myself, like, using a flip foldable phone because why, you know, what what is that for? But the one thing that I love about the Flip 3 is that if you want a small phone, you got it, but if you want a big phone with, like, the normal 7-inch screens, you got it as well with that phone. It's, I wouldn't get it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> either of the phones like you wouldn't get either of them either of the phones I yeah. do like the idea of that's of that's how I felt people. last year where I was like why are you guys doing this flipping flipping for I, what flipping for who but then I'm starting yeah, to see no. the phones dude and I get it like the thing with smartphones that I always ask myself is okay you have the S20s have the S20 FE you have the S21 S21 Ultra what else could they have done? They definitely weren't going to do a new note. There's nothing more to do, in my opinion. Yeah. There's nothing more to do other than introduce a phone that is like usable and usable with all your de devices. So the other thing that is new is that we have something called One UI 3. And we have basically Samsung partnering with Microsoft and Samsung working together with Google. We just have Samsung basically building a system they're clearly not going to get better at their cameras so might as well just go towards the direction of creating an ecosystem i mean i love that i love the the, the, the idea of creating an ecosystem but also i'm not flipping a phone man i'm not doing it like i'm not doing it i want yes. the normal seven inch you know i don't want a small phone um <laughs> with the z fold three ne? you can turn that into a tablet. So it basically has three screens, like the front home screen. And then when you open it, one screen on this side, one screen on that side, three screens. So you have a phone and a tablet. I wish you could see my face right now. Like, <laughs> I wish you could see my face. It's not convinced. No, I don't know, but nothing in the world could convince me to get a flip phone. That's what I felt last year, Shane. That's what I felt last year. Nothing in the world. Like, I get that it has nice features. Great. But why am I folded it? It's all good. <laughs> like, but I just feel like you're going to see more people carry something like the Z Flip, you know? Have your Z Flip. Yeah. You have your, your Active Watch 4. 
probably have your laptop. Yeah. It, it just looks, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, listen, I love Samsung, love Samsung, but I'm definitely still going for the 12 mini. It just makes sense for life. <laughs> and of course, for the camera, because... Hey, bruh, even though I thought I would never be a person who moves to iOS, I guess I'm just going to have to be that person now. No, Samsung is, is great and all. I love Samsung. I love the fact that they cater for um, different price ranges. You know, I love that fact. But... Yes, yes, that's... Andy, I'm not flipping my phone. All in all, though, just to conclude, um, I think the foldables are great phones. I just yeah. I'm never gonna be impressed with the camera, man. Like if they can just make the camera better, like that's all. That's all. Like that's all I'm asking for ever. Anyway, just some final thoughts, some conclusions. My takeaway from today is basically apps are making it easy to create and be creative and live, man, on social media. Just do whatever you want, create whatever you want, and the ability to actually turn that into coin. I love it. I love it. I don't I don't have a highlight. Like, I don't have a, a tech-specific highlight that I can say, like, that I can end off. But I'm just very excited um, about what's happening in the SA tech scene, especially in terms of startups. I'm very excited about what people are doing with specifically marketing. I'm very excited about what people are doing with making sure that tech is accessible, making sure that tech is going to the people I'm very excited about that stuff. So it's just interesting to see, you know, I'm very happy to see innovation and I really yeah. can't wait for us to have people over who are just going to share, who are, who are going to share like what they're doing in their careers. I can't wait to have, you know, serious topics around mental health, around, ugh, I hate this phrase, being a woman in the technology, because uh, <laughs> I don't want to say woman in tech. You know, I, I'm just really excited. Um, yeah, so let's let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely gonna be awesome, awesome stuff coming up um on Take and Step Pod and you should just stay tuned. We're going to have really, really engaging conversations with really, really cool people. Okay, cool guys. Um, in addition to that, to the support, please come through on Twitter. Follow us at Tech and Step Pod. Engage with us. Tell us what you would like us to cover. If you want us to cover any specific topics, just suggest. And also, if you want to continue the conversation we're having or have any feedback for the conversation we just had, come through, guys, at Tech and Step Pod and use the hashtag Tech and Step Pod. Do come through. We really, really appreciate the feedback. Thank you, guys. Good night.